Good morning, masters. I've co- I've come and clean your laundry. From the misty pickup high, going down from the misty star rises, from the dark clouded depths of hell, from the silent hill we scream loud your name, mighty power of the dragon flame, from the mountains proud and strong, we call our dragon lord. It is a red day, a dragon's day, a Wednesday. Welcome to you, Wednesday. What the fuck was that one? <laughs> You can jump out of my fucking seat, you asshole! <laughs> I was working on that since Monday. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Alright, welcome to Wednesdays. Those of you, those of you who have regained your composure from that bullshit my co-host brought on to us. <laughs> I don't think we even close the door so we don't annoy our neighbors. I'll get the doors. God damn it. Alright. As you can probably guess from our from Michael's explanation as we talk about the Fire Lord, we're talking about that that new manga that new anime that's been making its way around the block for this season, Kobayashi Dragon Mado. Now if you can hurry up and close a simple door, we can continue on and I have to keep talking like I'm all alone. It's about dragons! <laughs> At, uh, dragons is a bit of a um well two two minutes and seven foot fu- Where's my red book? <laughs> I took a note. <laughs> Where's my red book? Here, I have it right here. I have it written down in this fucking journal because Mark told me I should take notes on things. And like a good boy, I fucking did. It took two, two minutes and seven seconds for this big titted woman dragon anime. So how would you describe this with your title, Michael? Uh, big titted woman is a dragon. (laughs) Alright, yeah, fair enough. And honestly, having watched this series, I will say this. There are more good things to say about this anime than I care to admit. Shockingly, yeah. This piece of weave trash is like, you, 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 you look at this piece of weave trash and you see the sparkles on it. And you look at it and you expect it to be tin foil. But no, you look closer and there are actual like cheap gemstones <laughs> embedded in this piece of shit. You're like a homeless person digging around in the dumpster and you find like a burlap sack full of gold coins. But you find out the gold coins are just uh, guilt. <laughs> Which is, as a homeless person is a good thing too because you need to eat. Yeah, that's a Bo Burnham uh, joke, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, did you say... That's on a song. But, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, right. I took notes. I was watching it. I got I got mad watching this and got drunk and then real. Then as it was coming around, I was going, huh. Yeah, so when did it... When did you... Like, what episode? Uh, but by the time of this recording, there are, like, how many episodes? There were nine. There are nine ju- episodes. Literally about an hour ago, we watched the latest episode, yeah. which just came out today. Then me and Mark went out and had dinner. And uh, we... Uh, this episode is brought to you by Little Sweet. And uh, um, Yaskochi um, Sweet Shop, I believe the, the, t- the title is. It's a, my, my girlfriend got me a late birthday cake of a coffee crunch cake from a really good bakery here in San Francisco. It's very crunchy. It's very yes. good. It is very tasty. Very good. Just a warning. If you go there, they only take cash oh. and check. Uh, but yeah. Well, well, this series, I think the definite one that did solidify this is a... Better than I thought anime was obviously that scene with Fafnir. Yeah. 
I think like uh, the the scene uh, when Fafnir and like uh, the um, her uh, Mikado, who, yeah. who is uh, Koba. So, so let's just start okay, off let's... with like the the main the, the the main synopsis of the thing. So right. Kobayashi is the main character who is uh, an office worker. Uh, well, she's just, just a for to get some I think more. She's a coder. Yeah, she's yeah. a coder. She's um, about to say like they actually put a little more, more in depth into the of her job rather than just yeah. a quote unquote office worker. Yeah, like Elma is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like uh, Kobayashi is actually very competent at her job. Yeah, yep. but she is very. But it's made clear like from the get go, she is very introverted. Yeah, like she would rather she's. She's never really quite made too many friends in her life. Yeah, I think the closest person she's had to a friend before this whole this whole dragons shit started Probably. was her coworker. In yeah. which after work they go get drunk and argue about like maids, ma- yell about maids because <laughs> Kobayashi is also a maid otaku. Yeah. Um. So uh, the the main show starts off with like uh, apparently like a dragon shows up and transforms into a little maid uh, lady and is uh, in servitude for her for. Saving her life when she got which, drunk and went into the woods. Which we still have no idea how she saved yeah, her. Yeah, there's something about a sword and like a big sword. Wood, yeah, big sword and like her in the woods. And, and yeah. now this dragon is really, really thirsty for Kobayashi's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at first, uh, at first look, uh, this triggered my uh, BTW uh, index, which is the Big Tittied Woman Index, which is how easily I can replace the title of this anime with this. And you were watching a Big Tittied Woman anime when uh, uh, more than half of these things are met. <laughs> so the main character is a Big Tittied Woman. And when I mean that, it's like, has the scene where she's introduced bring attention to the jiggling of her breasts? Is there a gratuitous shot zoom-in of her (laughs) breasts jiggling? At any point, does she place her breasts on a character's face or on top of their head to exemplify the size that her breasts are indeed the size of her head? Does she share the features of an animal, like a tail, horns, or cat ears? Does she have cat face half of the time when she talks to you? Is one of her enemies and or friends Another big city woman. (laughs) (laughs) Does her character seem to be less of a character and more of a vehicle to move around big titties? <laughs> and the answer to all of the is we we give a firm check mark to all of the above. Yeah, if you're watching a uh, uh, anime that meets uh, more than half of those things, you're watching a big titted woman anime. <laughs> and Jesus Christ, this series! Oh my God, like this series! It, oh my God, where do I fucking begin? Let's start with the first episode, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Toru, the first dragon they introduce. Is the name of the main dragon. Yes, yeah. the main dragon who commits her servitude to uh, Kobayashi, who is starts off as the most incompetent dragon. Yeah. Who knows nothing of human culture. Yeah. To the, and they literally, the series really like exemplifies like the idea of dragons not just as like talking giant flying lizards, but super intelligent, magical, over the top beings. Yeah, because they can like they 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 all soak up like human culture and knowledge and like programming within like the uh, within a span of like an episode or yeah. like a week yeah by the second episode um, Toru is going around like a competent maid yeah. she's doing the laundry she's actually cooking pretty good meals and at the same but she keeps the, trying to feed Kobayashi her tail her tail which is poisonous apparently and really creepy that 
the only thing you get flashbacks of is that, I don't know what anime this is from, but you literally watch this guy as this girl offers him, like, some cookies or a cake, and is eating them. Oh, yeah, she, she, sl- baked, she, she baked her, like, uh, vaginal fluids yeah, into like the baked... moist into the cakes? Yeah. I know which anime this is. What I forget, is- like, I, I forget the name, but the entire uh, thing of that anime is, like, it's a world where, like, they're, like, censorship Gestapo. What? Yeah, like, they're, they're like, sent, like, all those characters are, like, censorship Gestapo in a world that's perfectly free of lewdness, and, like, one of the characters is, like, this vigilante who's just this chick that runs around in, like, a towel and, like, her panties pulled over her head, what? and she just, like, distributes smut amongst everybody, and they're trying to catch her. What I the think. fuck? Yeah. Um, we should be watching that! Yeah. Not for the masturbatory reasons, but for the... You know what? This it's because Kobayashi turned into a more decent anime than we expected. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Yeah. So uh, it turns out the B, the BTW scale uh, looks like it, it failed me on this. I mean, like there are BTW. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. But the characters are actually a bit more competently written than we expected. Yeah. They they seem they they surprisingly have a lot more depth. Uh, yeah. Like usually the main romance uh, to me personally revolving around like you know the two main characters mm-hmm. is kind of like the most vanilla out of like the entire yeah. thing but I actually kind of like the uh, the relationship between Kobayashi and Toru in this yeah the, uh, in the first really there is no real plot to this series I yeah mean, there isn't gonna, even an if, antagonist if, you, if you're looking for a series that's got a overarching plot and interesting twists and the like yeah. this is not the series for this you this is more of like a comedy slice of life yeah this is this is actually reminds me more of, it's written kind of more in the fashion of like American s- sitcoms yeah. It literally is a situational comedy in which we have the classic anime cliches occurring, and that is one of the first noodles I will give to this as, as yeah. we just are we, are, are we? Are, are we uh, I guess we're just going to dive right into the udon. Let's do it. All right. The first noodle I'm going to... Ew. Uh, the first noodle I'm going to give to the series is the fact that it knows what it is. Yeah. Definitely. It, the writers came into knowing that this is a big titted woman anime, yeah. and we're going to make fun of a lot of the tropes. We're going to make a lot of fun of this big titted woman, but we're going to slide in some good stuff. Like, yeah, no, like, the thing that it's constantly is, that is kind of, like, hinted at through the series is Toru's background. Yeah. And we never get really a clear view of it, but we are slowly getting a much better view of it now. It, of just, like, like, she is someone who never really experienced compassion for the most part in her life, it sounds. Yeah. Because especially in, oh yeah, we should as usual with these episodes, there are spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. We're yeah. watching it so you don't have to. Yeah. Um, but or that you can watch it later. Or that you so you can form your own opinions and then hit us up on iTunes and be like, "Yo, you two are dipshits." Yeah, yeah. Give it just some comments, please. Five stars, <laughs> all the way. But nonetheless, yeah, this ser- it hints a lot at Toru's background. Kobayashi, we've got they kind of introduce her back. They. <sighs> The pacing of the... What I'm trying to say is the pacing is actually done pretty well. Yeah, like, there's a, a evolution of a relationship between the two of them. Because, yeah. like, uh, me and Mark kind of have a, 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 a differing view on, like, how the relationship is going right now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I see it as, like, uh, like well, Toru is definitely, like, romantically... She's like, just thirsty, man. She's in it to win it. She yeah. is a real Marika. Yeah. Um, but uh, Kobayashi is more of an introvert. And, like, I almost kind of see her as... 
is like a, a, a asexual but not aromantic. So she's mm-hmm. like she's she's a person who's never had interest in like a relationship or ha- ever had time for it, and now is like the first time she's been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is very much brought apparent to us. Even like like they just even the other characters are noticing it, but like. One of the big thing, little things that I like about it is it does the classic show not tell. Yeah, we start seeing the Kobayashi is very much like uh, she starts off as very introverted, doesn't care. Like even when she meets this dragon person who she says she could live with her drunkenly. Yeah, she she just gets guilt tripped into allowing for all this hijinks to start. Yeah, where, where she does like the sad puppy dog walk out the door with the the, the little anime blob tears mm-hmm. under her eyes. Yep, but. God, am I drinking too much already? Alright. Maybe this isn't a cut as superiorly as Mr. and Mrs. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah like, uh, the, the, that's a good noodle to point out where it's just like the pacing feels really right, yeah. you know? Like, you, you get to see their uh, relationship evolve over time, and you also get to see a lot of, um, what I, um, the noodle I have with this series is, um, if I'm going to compare it to Monster Musume, which I thought was the rat it was going to go at first, which is this is going to be like a weird harem anime, except mm-hmm. the main character in this sense is like a girl with a bunch of ladies trying to live with her. Because mm-hmm. it seems like that at first. Yeah, because even the opening introduces like four big tittied women. Yeah. One of which you don't even meet till episode eight. eight. Yeah. Is it four? Okay, so we it's got four. It is Toru, Toru, Kana. Oh, we should introduce these. Yeah. Uh, Toru, who's the classic traditional dragon, maid, who yeah. looks like she she jump is Chitoge jumping out of Nisekoi looking for a new job. Yeah. Um, There's Kana, who's like the tiny lolly dragon, which I have words about. I'll yeah, get to that. I, yeah, yeah, I'll get to that as well. Um, um, there's uh, Elma, who is like the uh, big titted woman in business flavor, uh, who was introduced in this in episode eight. Yeah, uh, there is uh, Quetzalcoatl, aka Luca, Luca, Luca. Yeah, which I don't know why they changed their name to that, and they just don't call her Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl is a bit of a mouthful, but it's a bad name. Uh, So yeah, we've got three so far. I mean, and then for all of you ladies out there, we have Fafnir, the the, dragon, the the edgy as fuck butler dragon. Yeah. Which is, uh, I, I do like the fact, uh, like, that the, the dragon, because in my head, like, in mythology, dragons are supposed to, like, be the extremes of, like, the seven deadly sins. Mm. There's greed, gluttony, lies, because it's, like, the hoarder dragons are greed. Okay. Uh, the, it, the dragons who destroy everything is, like, the embodiment of wrath. Mm-hmm. You know, uh... So I guess Toru is, like, a combination of lust and wrath. yeah. Well, lust and wrath. I guess, like, more wrath and now more lust. Yeah. Like, Fafnir is definitely, like, wrath or greed. I would say pride or greed. Yeah, pride or greed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would actually say Kana is more of uh, of the the pride one. Really? Uh, yeah, she's, when she started off, I thought, like, her character archetype in anime, if I'm going to base it off, is, like, you know, that weirdly independent child who's like, I can do it, and then it's like, but they're a child. They couldn't possibly do it. I always figured her as more of that classic character of basically not of the character that doesn't want to let uh, their friend grow because uh, the first episode she literally comes to tell um, yeah, yeah. tell Kobayashi to let 
uh, Toru go. Yeah. Um, but, like, she quickly just becomes the child. Like, it's literally, within, like, two episodes, Kobayashi goes from a single, kind of, single independent, well, not just independent, but, like, asexual, as Michael uh, put it, well, woman uh, to, uh, well, to, do to a to. mother, essentially. Yeah, she's got a family. She's got, like, uh, like Toru acting as, like, the surrogate mother and Kana being, like, their child. Yeah. And, like, the thing with Kana that I, uh, I, I thought was gonna be weird at first is, like, oh, is this gonna be, like, a goddamn Fire Emblem thing where it's a, I'm a nine-year-old child, but really I'm a 3,000-year-old dragon oh, and I'm gonna yeah. act like a 30-year-old woman in a child's body. It's like, no, I can't, no. no. I, I like, uh, listen, I like him petite, but that's just, ugh. Okay, so one broth, whoever fucking animated this needs to calm the fuck down on drawing Kana's legs, okay? Okay, you're not the, oh I, Yeah, I, I thought that, like, because when she first shows up, I was like, oh, is it, like, just a full-grown woman that they, sh they literally shrunk down? No, she's got that like, little, like, little kid's chubbiness to her. I, well, it, it's like, there are other little kids in the show, and they're definitely not as, like, the legs on yeah. Kana and feet are like well too lovely they are sexualized drawn. yeah there's too like, much thought put into it uncomfortable and I'm like like that's I sent you that video yes I know <laughs> I thought the same thing thick lolly track is, <laughs> it's like the Spongebob jellyfish jam and then it just ends with like the ATM breaking in the door <laughs> oh damn it Marco you nearly woke up my girlfriend with that one <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. I love it. I love it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, you need to calm the fuck down on this wholesome big tittied woman thing because, with that shit. Because despite all of that, they don't really don't sexualize Kana besides that yeah, one artist. Uh, aside from that, aside from the weird Actually no, that's wrong. The weird, odd lesbian child relationship of her friend. Yeah, okay. Saikawa, I believe, was her name? Uh, her uh, name oh, is. Rico. Uh, Rico, That's yeah. Right. So, like, uh, uh, one noodle is uh, like, e each character seems to get their own, like, mini arc. Yes. Uh, like, you know, the which main is, thing. Which is, is fine for, like, a yeah, sitcom. Yeah, with, like, uh, so, uh, Kana eventually gets to go to school because, like, uh, she is, like, an actual child dragon. Yeah. So she's, uh, like, to Earth, she is. Actual kid, yeah. So she goes to like uh, uh, Japanese elementary school, which was like a cute episode of them like buying the prep, her all their supplies. The buying, oh my god, okay, I want to interrupt good. you real fast. Mm -hmm. That buying the stuff episode, oh my god, that hit a bit too much home for me. Oh, where she wanted that charm, but like yeah. she saw, like, she her, realized, like, yeah, yeah, because yeah. like, no, I grew up in like a household that was kind of like Poor. a weird, in, it was a weird in between, yeah, like, where you're, we, you're like, uh, like you're a little rich like, to be poor, but you're not rich enough to be, like, middle class. Like, for instance, like, uh, to give an example, I went to a private school. My family couldn't afford paying for that private school, and we had a... Okay, that was weird. Um, we got cut off right there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell happened to my recorder, but nonetheless, as I was saying, like, just that feeling, that empathy, that empathetic yeah. feeling of when you realize that you're asking for too much. Or yeah, like, you, no. you finally made that, like, a kid, you finally make that realization that Oh shit! Your parents, parents are people. Your parents yeah. are doing a lot for you. Yeah, like, like when what was that for you? Like, what was it like a school uh, thing? Because I remember. I, I don't think, even remember if it was a school thing. I think I, 
I've had a lot. I've had a lot of those thoughts as like growing up. Yeah, because like, like you worrying think about back, the family's money. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I kind of remember it's like like when we did school shopping, we would go to Target and stuff because it was cheap. You know, yeah. back to school sale pencils are like five hundred for a dollar, even though you're never gonna use all these number two pencils. Yeah. And like I remember, I wanted to buy like a toy set, and like uh, I went away because like I could usually sneak it in mm. like on the thing, which is why I like to get little toys because my mom and and I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't pay for this. So, like, I remember I was going to sneak it in, and I overheard my mom and dad, like, talking about it. It's like, oh, we can't take them to, like, my, like we can't, like, go out to eat tonight. I don't think we have enough money. And, like, I think that was, like, when I was, like, I was, like, oh, wow, like, my parents have to work for this. And, like, I remember, like, not, and like, I, I just left it at, like, the checkout line. Yeah, no. I yeah, mean. so it's, like, that 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 scene with, like, Hana where she wants, like, a little frog charm for her backpack, but the backpack, which, by the way, is, it was like, ridiculous. Ninety dollars? No, it wasn't. It was three hundred. Oh yeah, fuck that shit. Three hundred and fifty dollars. Fuck it. Well, I mean, like you know, Kobayashi's well to do with her job. Because like they, they, they move straight into like yeah. a three. Well, no, here's my yeah. logic for that. I, I don't think she was just well off. I think she just managed to save up so much she's money. Only she doesn't spend much on anything yeah. else. She's the most she pretty much spends is her money that we know of is beer and beer. Yeah. And other than that, she lived by herself with a, with like a PlayStation Three or an yeah, X. yeah. But. Yeah. The checkered system. <laughs> yeah, checkered system. But, yeah, it was... It seems like that of where, like, clearly, like... I haven't read the original manga because this wasn't... Yeah, the original him. manga, by the way, uh, I found, like, two dates from it. I feel like it, uh, the original manga got a reboot, even though the original's still going on, because the first one started in, like, the May 25th in 2013. That's still going on right now. And then mm -hmm. there's a second date for another one that started on uh, Christmas Eve last year, 2016. Mm -hmm. That's going on till now. I and that's not the anime, because the anime started January 11th this year, 2017. I'm not sure. Let me grab my phone so I can check this stuff up. Yeah. So Mark is going over to uh, grab his phone from his yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to tell that. I was hoping you'd at least say something. Well, I, I narrated that. <laughs> but he's getting back into his skull throne. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, but nonetheless. God, this is enough for the fucking audience, Mark. We have some people listening to us. We should get some prestige. <laughs> Sitting over here in my velvet fucking cloak. <laughs> Which you can't afford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right, but yeah, like as we're saying, the, this was one of the big things news of the series. Like, the you get some really real things that just. Come out of you like like a left hook, which you don't yeah, expect. Yeah, because you're, like, watching, like, it's the skin of a big-titted woman anime, and then there's, like, actual some, like, insightful things. Like, um, my biggest new one in the series that I actually really like that uh, 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 hit me pretty deep was the fan service episode. Mm. And I was, I was actually, like... Really taken aback by the fan service Which, episode. And to get an idea for the fan service episode, the episode literally calls it the fan, fan service, service episode. episode. It's the and beach it's, episode. It's it's not though. It's they're at Comic Cat. Yeah. Like like the entire thing is. Well, like, the first half's the. Beach. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's the second episode. Uh, well, like that 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 half. I, mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Damn it, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the first half where they're, like, at Tomcat and, um, you know, they're helping uh, Makado uh, with his, uh, uh, with his uh, mangakas mm -hmm. and, like, fucking Fafnir has his own little stand. Oh, which was yeah. kind of hurtful, but at the same time, you know, it's, you're a newbie, it's to be expected. Yeah, it's, like, I know that feeling. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, like, the entire thing of the episode was, like, uh, you know, 
uh, Toru finds out that this is also where like other uh, extra dimensional creatures hang out in their mm-hmm. real form because everybody just thinks they're cosplaying. Yeah, and like she wants to be herself, and like you know, uh, Kobayashi's like, yeah, go ahead, just don't cause a ruckus. And it's like that that one co- cameraman is like, what's keeping everybody in line here? It's like I think it's this thing where it's like this moment where you can only catch at a place like this where Mm. it's like you're just happy because you can be yourself (laughs) and it's like that was actually weirdly powerful for me it's like this is that was good I mean like when's the last time you went to a convention you had a feeling like that where it's like you felt like oh this is you know this is Real, it's not like you're you're there because it's like oh there's like titty woman around or I'm gonna check out their favorite anime. It's like you feel like it's Christmas again, like when you're a kid, where there's just like you're super excited, like you you don't know what's like gonna happen next, but you're looking forward to it. You know, I I would say my second anime convention going. The first one I felt out of place for the most part, because yeah. I was surrounded by cosplayers and I thought it was a fun idea kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And but the, and I felt kind of really out of place and kind of like. Like I felt like the black black sheep kind of yeah, thing like yeah, that, yeah. but then when I finally got a cosplay together, and went out and was like openly just talking to like other fans of the same thing yeah. I was dressed up as, like it really that was like the moments like really looking forward to I guess what you're describing. Yeah, and it's like that was that 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 caught like that little spark of like why I feel like people back in our day wanted to go to conventions mm-hmm. where it was like because you know being a nerd is like popularized and commercialized now yeah like it's I mean but here's the thing though I think for us especially we got out we got we came into it at the perfect time not to get beat up so to speak uh, kind of well, I, yeah. at least when me growing up with it either I yeah. was just the kind of person who was able to find the right people very well no yeah yeah or like I was just lucky because for me the logic was always stupid to me of just the Oh, this guy likes Star Trek? Douchebag, nerd, throw him in the walk. He's like, why? Yeah, but I I had people like that in, like, school, but it was, like, it was different because I feel like when we grew up, it was less of... Because that's, like, a very 80s and 70s mentality. Yeah, I was about to say, Because it's, like, when we grew up in the 90s, nerds suddenly became synonymous with Columbine. Like, if you you never... Do you think about that? Where it's, like, the meaning of nerd changed in our generation because it's, like, the Columbine shooters were nerds, so all of a sudden it's, like, all nerds would be dangerous. No, it was video game players. Yeah, video game players and, like... They don't know how to step with the fuck. Fox News doesn't discriminate. It's no, it's like, not even just. Yeah, because oh no, there was I the D and D panic in like you know the eighties. Like I, I didn't. Scare. I didn't yeah. hit that. Remember, I came. We in weren't in, born that. Yeah. Well, not just that. You, you were the one who brought me into the D and D scene. That's true. Yeah. You invited me over to J- our friend John's place. Playing the devil's game, <laughs> rolling the bones, and had me play a very PvP esque game, <laughs> which has further corrupted <laughs> my mentality whenever I. Fuck can play D&D games now because I always have the mentality I have to build my character in case I need to murder the rest of the party. I have to do this in case I have to kill everybody. Exactly! And that would go that goes through my mind every time I play. And now I've got a fucking power player voice in the back of my head every fucking time. Kill them because now, Mark! I will, because I will not be the one murder. I will not be the lowest creature on the totem pole being killed by Nigel Thornberry again. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am under the strict impression that uh, our friend Victor was the one who started the Nigel Thorne. We'll get into that in like a bonus episode or some other shit like that. We'll get into that. Um, but, yeah, like, 
I, that, that feeling in that, like, episode where it's, like, Comicat, where it's, like, everybody is just going there because it's, like, they can genuinely, like, you know, let loose and be themselves and not, like, that weird, lol, random, obnoxious way where it's, like, oh, I have people here who are, like, interested and won't judge me for, like... Uh, I can be- I can make for attention. Yeah. Or I, yeah, unlike what really is, is more like going, like, dudes, I love Resident Evil, dudes, I'm a furry! Yeah. And come out in those full weird costumes which still scare me personally. I yeah, can, I mean, like, I cannot understand how people find that sexy. That and is, everybody's they, got their own flavor well, and you know what? If you listen I, I, to our episode and you're a four, five stars. Yeah. Five fucking stars. <laughs> but you're a good person. I, I don't care. As long as you're not I've seen the hentai and I can understand that. Yeah. Not the suits. <laughs> <laughs> Pay good money for those suits, Mark. Which still boggles my mind. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, that's 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 one of my main noodles with that, because it's like, that actually reached deep into me, because mm-hmm. as a person who's worked at Collins for, like, a long time, it's like, I haven't necessarily felt that in a long time, because it's business for me. It's yeah. like, you know, I go in there, I don't get accidentally called to, like, a maid cosplayer's room anymore, and, like, get <laughs> given her number, and, like, I throw it in the chat because I'm more excited. I sold a pair of boots for $20. 16-year-old Michael, you're a stupid d- asshole. You could have got, you could have... To be fair, I was also dating somebody at that time, though. Oh, so that's, it's like, that's, my, my mind has different priorities. I, no, I understand yeah. that completely. But I, it's like, that didn't even skirt my mind. It's just like, oh, this lady's into me and she just gave me her number and her room number. I threw that shit in the trash. Count that $30 bill. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm buying some weeb shit. <laughs> I gave myself a new sword. I think I did spend it on a sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh Christ. fuck. Uh, uh, wasn't it the same? Wasn't it the same year that a friend of ours got chained to a fourteen-year-old? Uh, no, that was the year after. Because okay. this is my first time. At, that, that was my first time at anime. I think okay. it's the second time at anime. Because I remember you, me, and John were playing magic on like the Caltrain over that there. That was fun. Yeah, that was. See, it's like it, it's those those moments that I felt like this episode caught, where it's yeah. just like you know, staying up late with your friends, playing games, meeting new people, and then being yeah. Did we meet with someone them? on that train as well who played with us? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. played with some weird, uh, with some like weird dudes. You yeah. turned out to be cool dudes. Yeah. Yeah, like no, one of the biggest things I loved at conventions was doing the cosplay chess stuff. Yeah. Because it was just a thing of like acting out as well as just like essentially like a cheap, like a cheap D and D and like well I I would spend hours there like recruiting people to like get up for our new games. And I made friends with like all like so many different people. Yeah. Who I don't know their names, but I know their cosplays. And I like whenever I go to convention, I see their costumes again. It's like hey. Yeah. And apparently I actually got a little, like, well-known for a few years at Fanime. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. the cosplay shows. So, like, like, I was literally walking to, <laughs> walking to freaking like... Markwood cosplay is Wesker. Yeah, and just, I throw up the ego, I throw up the weird voice, global saturation, and all that jazz. But nonetheless, like, as we were, like, as I was, like, coming back from lunch, someone stopped me, like, a few people stopped me, and they're like, dude, you're the, you're the Wesker, because I was out of cosplay that yeah, day. Yeah. Um, it was like, you're the Wesker, did the cosplay just like, and this was actually a year after, like, I had stopped. I, like, stopped conventioning for, like, a year or two. Yeah. And then came back to it, and I was still recognized, so that was, like, kind of That's pretty like, sick, yeah. I was, like, going, oh! My, my thing that I, like, uh, I really liked is I got recognized just based off of my artwork. Which is there like, you go. Wait, are you Marcus Lear? It's like, who 
told you. And this one girl flipped her shit. And I was like, oh my god, this is great. So it's like, yeah, but enough about like talking about the yeah. few pinpricks of light and happiness yes. in Mike's life. <laughs> Let's go back into this fictional world of big titted women. Okay, alright. Um, next noodle, next noodle. Oh my god, or broth. Alright, broth, I'm gonna have to say, is Rico. Oh my god. Rico, oh, Kata's fuck. little lesbian friend. I, okay, so it's like, don't oh. don't get us mistaken. We're not upset that they're lesbians. No. We I, I am more, I am, it's like the way that they're portrayed, portrayed is kind of like. She's, this little girl is portrayed essentially like the nose blood re... Um, shooting out of the nose, pervert boy. It, do, it doesn't seem. Uh, it, it doesn't seem, seem appropriate. appropriate. Like if Kato no. was like a middle schooler, and this is like a middle school relationship between them, I'd be like, okay, a that, little bit more. Because that's like more. Yeah, you're, you're finally finding interesting girls. That's or behavior boys. that I would feel like would be okay. And, and it's always off small things until yeah. it looked like Kato was literally about to have sex with her. Yeah, I was like that, that was, scene. That scene was like this mm. is because it was like skirting on like cute, and it was like, I was like, oh, okay. This is like, like this Kana, cute thing of like like you know the intimacy between like two girls and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it literally started off as just Kana is just more of like she doesn't have that mentality of like she she doesn't have our uh, our modesty. human modesty. modesty. Yeah, and she was just going like she's like like when they're about to play video games, she like sits, sits her down her lap, and then yeah. insists on sitting on her lap. Yeah, yeah, and doesn't mind like being hugged from behind and all that kind of crap. Yeah, this is like, going, and then literally when she says she wants to marry her. It's like going, whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's like, they, they could do the same thing and just, like, tone it down. Just tone it down. You could even it have... It doesn't it help like, the fact yeah. with Kano's fucking legs kind of thing going yeah, back to that. Because it's like, you can have, like, two kids... Having a crush. Like, yeah. having a crush into each other and be like, oh, oh, this these kids are lesbians. Because it's like, you, you never see, like, two kids, like, be, have, like, crushes on lesbians but and stuff. don't drag, like, adult motifs. Yeah, you don't that. have to do that. You can be more clever about it where it's like, you know, oh, I like holding hands with you. It's yeah. like, yeah. Which is nice and cute. Wait, let's be honest, though. Freaking Toru and Kobayashi's one is a bit more kid-friendly than fucking Riko and Kana are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Actually. Actually, yeah, like yeah. maybe swap out a couple of things that Tori says. It's like I'm your sex slave. I have to do what you say. It's like okay, fucking calm down there, Tori. <laughs> yeah, like don't 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 make Kobayashi uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> which that's half of her gig of trying to feed her her tail. Yeah, which um, is still just such a weird thing. Yeah. Uh, are you? Yeah. So yeah. Eventually, like all the other dragons come home to roost. Uh, th there's kind of like a cute moment. Moment with like Fat uh, Fafnir and Quetzalcoatl where they come in and it turns out like they were they just kept like checking him because they were worried about uh, Toru. Yeah, they were yeah. friends. Kind of like, yeah, like Fafnir is just an edgy motherfucker, <laughs> like <laughs> weird edge lord. Yeah, yeah. Who does find that that gets into like video games in the human world? And oh, that's we'll get like, to that. That's like that. Like to me, that was the main noodle that got me really into the series. It's like I want to see more of Fafnir and uh, Mikado. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was. I honestly, I'm okay without enough. Like, I feel like that story was told. But yeah, we figured out like Fafnir and him kind of like. All right, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But, all right, because um, it's like I, I, 
Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later. All right. Yeah. But what part I want to get to right now yeah. is maybe we'll take a little break from our little reviewing and reviewing and uh, oh, okay. This. All right. So Shall we begin? Okay. The waifu wars. Yeah. All right. Da, 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 da. Uh, waifu uh, of the week. Are <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appropriate. Yeah. All right, Michael. No, you go first. All I'll right, first my first waifu. This one. I will say this. At first, it was Quetzalcoatl. Uh huh. But she lost it the moment like she. She started becoming the big sister to the poor child, in which it turned. She turned from a kind of reasonable, more adult character amongst the dragons. No, <laughs> no, that's how she started off as. Because remember, she just would come in to visit her friend, check yeah. in on Toru, and like the reason she keeps coming by is literally just to check on her friends. Yeah, and there wasn't any like which is weirdness. a vehicle for uh, booty shorts and yeah. like uh, big boobies. Listen, I as much as I like big boobs and like literally looking at her reminds her of. A good fr- of a good friend of mine, and I think she, if she listens to this, she'll know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but the the winner for me is gonna be Elma. Oh, business lady, business business yeah. woman. You just like the stupid types, don't you? <laughs> Are you calling my girlfriend stupid? How dare you? I don't you? mean that. I mean an anime. How dare you? Oh, water, Michael. Oh my god. <laughs> Janine isn't happy. <laughs> you want to start getting ready? Because remember, I date the I crazy don't ones. You, Janine. Yeah. Janine, you're should... the person who would paint your face black and attack Mark in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes it sound like you're perpetrating a weird hate crime. <laughs> I just let me put down this shovel in this grave I've dug myself into. <laughs> it's clearly deep enough. <laughs> don't worry about it, Mark. I'll just bury myself. <laughs> it looks like I've hit a gas main. <laughs> I'll light the match for you. <laughs> Alright, no. Elma, out of all of them, is like the... Res- <laughs> she comes into this as... At first coming in as doing this as... She's doing the right thing. Yeah. She's trying to bring a dragon who is supposed to be of the she's, chaos yeah, faction. Yeah, the lawful, lawful good faction. Yeah. She is lawful good trying to bring back a pretty much a, um, a killer home. Yeah. And she, he, she doesn't realize the fact that she's for the most part reformed at this point. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, t- her uh, first yeah, oh, okay, I thought you were talking about her. I was like, no, yeah. no, she comes in this wine to do her, do the right thing and bring back the stupid criminal dragon back to her world. Yeah. But she is a bit, she is naive and a bit stupid and because, and I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean, Mark. That's what I mean. Janine is innocent as the morning Sinel. <laughs> Turn the fuck around you! Pop it out from the grave! You're the bad influence! Oh shit! What's that? A three point recovery? My initials are MJ, motherfucker! But no, now all this, she's also the most intelligent of these ditzy, dumb, big-titted women. That's true. She, she came into this world yeah. already understanding that she, when she got of being able to find herself, find herself a job, find herself a home, yeah. and realize she has to do a job to make rent. She also did learn coding in like a day. Yes, yeah. or, or at least how to use a computer. And let's be honest, we That's have parents. Easy. We have yeah. parents who still can't do yeah, that. Yeah, this is from a person who's also worked as uh, worked three years of uh, tutoring computer sciences. 
is to like older uh, older people. But yeah, yeah, like she came into that. She was well knowledge. She tr- she's trying to be on her own, and she just needs some help to get started. Yeah. And she's thankful to Kobayashi for that. Unfortunately, being thankful means she has to deal with the vengeful, fucking jealous bitch that is yeah. Toru, <laughs> and shooting this poor innocent girl from ma- trying to make her thank you out her window into a playground miles away. I, I also like the part where Kobayashi, like, you know, she realizes she doesn't have a place to stay, and Kobayashi's like, oh, that sucks, and she just buys her a croquette and walks away. <laughs> no, she had a place to stay. She said she needed to make rent in that pay, that's why she needed to get paid soon. That, that's true. I, I, I interpreted that as, like, she didn't even have a place to stay, and that's why it made that scene funny. It's like, holy shit, ice cold, Kobayashi! Just like, I already have enough people in my fucking house. Well, no, that offer was kind of pushed on the table. No, no, was that Fafnir or uh, Elmo when that when they first come around? Uh, I think it was like, Fa- Fafnir is like. Oh yeah, it was Fafnir. Yeah, because Fafnir is the first one out of their friend group who like decides to stay, mm-hmm. and like I like it's like oh you can stay with us, and like oh my gosh, you're like, doing like the cross arms like absolutely not or not. <laughs> yeah. But yes, a sweet, innocent Elma is definitely waifu for oh, me. Okay. Is waifu of the week. Yeah. And it doesn't help the fact that she also fits to my... Um, a I big deal. Like. like, her fucking boobs are literally popping out of her business lady suit. I was like, that was kind of bothering me. I was like, that's a good look, but... Well, okay, that... And don't, and, and don't forget her bodysuit she has yeah. in her other outfit. Yeah, it's like, this is... It, you, if you were in an office and you were wearing, like, uh, your suit and, like, a turtleneck sort of like that, I feel like somebody would have words with you. Like, HR would be like, can you come into my office? But this is the thing. This girl somehow got a job at a pro, at like a coding studio well, with Kobayashi. Yeah. Clearly somehow did something to the to the owner to let this happen. Well, like, uh, oh, well, we'll get into my theory on that later. <laughs> uh. Alright. Uh, yeah, and then the short, cute short hair and cute face. I did like her short hair. Yeah. Yes. All right, Michael, who's your... Well, actually, surprisingly, like, I, I really like Kobayashi. I think she's, like, really... I, I, I think she's, like, really interesting. Like, for characters, I think she's, like, actually, like, articulated. I like that she, like, you know... Uh, she's not, like, this weird token uh, blank slate character. Her entire thing is like, Of course it's fucking Quetzalcoatl, Mark! Yeah, I'm a shallow asshole for liking her. Yes, it's Quetzalcoatl! Yes, it's Luca! I saw her in the fucking jail and I was like, why, why did you wait for me to take a fuck drink, you motherfucker? <laughs> fuck you, anime. Like, I hate that I like her because, for one, she looks like a fucking bad OC from somebody's TV and art. Like, like, I, like she opens my eyes and she's got fucking scary piercing eyes that rip into my soul. It's like, oh, God, I like Michael, that. Wait, I'm confused. Is it Kobayashi or is it Ketsukawa? It's fucking Ketsukawa. <laughs> Of course it's got to go on, Mark. <laughs> she is thick with two C's and a Q. <laughs> I wouldn't call those C's, man. At the very least, L's. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I could probably ask my friend and ask her what size I looked are up smut, like, immediately <laughs> afterwards. I didn't feel bad. I didn't <laughs> feel bad at all. This is a fucked 
dumb shallow thing I did. I am sorry for people <laughs> expecting more from me. <laughs> she's, liter she's literally the big titted woman in the show whose entire thing is like, I'm a big titted woman. <laughs> World class. <laughs> wow, for once, Mark's the one with taste this time. Oh yeah, lord it over Michael. Because <laughs> you lord it over me every other episode we do this. Yeah, I At least like this one isn't trying to kill people. I like big butts and I cannot lie, Mark. <laughs> I don't know how big of a butt she has, though. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I think Elma has a bigger butt than her. <laughs> Elma does have an impressive butt. She does. Uh, I'm trying to find now some oh. uh, Quetzalcoatl booty. Uh, oh, I yelled so hard I'm tired now. <laughs> My small body couldn't couldn't hold oh, up. Oh, Lukua, that's right. I always yeah. just call her Quetzalcoatl. Lukua. No, that was the other reason that I thought Lukua was my first choice for waifu, is because especially they came off with her as the responsible one amongst them. Yeah. Because like, even when they're doing their stupid dodgeball fight, she like she says, like, oh, don't worry about this. We'll Where her move is, she slowly walks towards the person <laughs> so her boobs bounce, and like, the dude is just panicking. There you go, Michael. There's your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I, and well, I hate her because lips. it's like, she also makes me uncomfortable because it's like, the fucking relationship with Shadow, it's like, come on, don't do this, don't fucking do this. <laughs> I'd say her booty is about proportionate to honestly her boobs, like it's proper proportionate for yeah. someone who's that, like, endowed. Yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Mark just found a great MS paint of blue glass. Yes. Oh, it is literally a few uh, black images, green hair, and just like boobs. Oh my god. Uh, Janine, speak up. You also were kind of forced to watch this while I watched no. it. <laughs> That's your producer, Janine. <laughs> yes, she's sitting here with a cup of tea and a cake and a piece That's of cake, like a dignified, like a dignified person, like, like a dignified person, uh, and the two of us pieces of shit with our milk teas that are spiked with whiskey. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh Jesus I'm so Christ. I'm so fucking ashamed. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not kidding about like uh, uh, Kobayashi though. It's like if if if. If by some happenstance Quetzalcoatl was never introduced into the series, I would genuinely go with Kobayashi because uh, I have friends who are like her, and I, I, figured, I feel like I, that. Yeah, I figured as much. You're very familiar with people who are like who or it, like very, like introverted and like uh, like asexual and stuff. And it's like I like I, I I get along with those people very well, and I can form very deep relationships. With yeah, them. and it's nice to show if I like show someone like that who isn't like like a bit more of a respectful like showing of. No, yeah, yeah. Which, going back into our noodles of, like, Kobayashi does kind of mirror a more respectful version of someone who is introverted. Yes. As, like, someone who just gets tired of other people. It's not so much like a, uh, like a hikikikomori is what they, these shut-ins is what you yeah. see Japanese anime show for, like, people yeah. who are introverted most of the time, or people who are so nervous or nerdy that they don't, they refuse to talk to people. Yeah. Which, admittedly, those people do exist. Yeah. But, like, that's not every introverted person. It's, like, it's Kobayashi not fun is to perpetuate that, like, that one stereotype of that yeah, one Kobayashi is just clearly someone who does of who at first is like is just found more comfort doing her own thing as well as yeah, yeah, yeah. someone who just perhaps got tired of most people of just 
dealing with most people. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I I like that they have like this character of somebody who's like an introvert and not playing into the tropes because it, it goes into like kind of like that damaging personality trope that we yeah. see over where you recycle the same template for somebody. It's like you know, uh, met like you know, asshole magic gamers are magic gamers, but not all magic gamers are asshole magic gamers. You yes. know, where it's like you know, there's plenty of us out there. It's just unfortunate that people see that a lot focus of us on are, the like, focus on, on the worst. Yeah, on this asshole. <laughs> now going back to your big bootied wife or big boobied wife. Oh my god. <laughs> I Please do mark my tiny I, part. I do enjoy so the fact that she keeps getting pulled away for being too lewd. No, I like that. Where it's I, like, you need to put some clothes on, lady. <laughs> yep. And that was, I guess, that's kind of one of the fun things of where this series does. Un- this this is an example of a series who does understand what it's making fun of without becoming it. Mm. Though it does kind of become <clears throat> that a little bit, especially it feels like in the beginning. But they yeah. do. I but, feel like it's kind of like there, there's this kind of American trend right now where it's like the hook line and then the twist mm-hmm. like the most uh the the thing that i feel like is most uh a, a best example of that is steven universe where steven universe started off looking like oh this is just an adventure time like a, an, a, another adventure carbon uh, copy yeah an adventure time carbon copy and they do that for the first season and then there's like all of a sudden this bait and switch where it's like everything in the first season that you thought was a throwaway was actually plot points those were plot hooks mm. and then like it, it starts to escalate because it's like they're not throwing plot hooks out of like left field left and right they've all been seeded already in like the first season so nothing is new like and, and it builds like this this aura of like oh like this source so this series is actually very well written and I feel like that's what this anime is trying to do mm-hmm. <clears throat> the first few episodes like here's the thing though they do this but then especially with that last episode we watched though yeah. it does kind of get boiled down like some of the tropes do get kind of boiled down like for instance your your waifu's character, oh, prison, yeah. who has literally just become a um, a vehicle for big tits. Yeah, yeah. And my question to you is: Were you actually able to find any good hentai for her? The series is too young. That's Ser- what I thought. Series is too young. There's like three things. There's one five like five page dojin, which is insufficient. <laughs> Absolutely insufficient, and it's not translated yet. I figured as much, and plus I figured most of the, most of the focus would more be on Kobayashi, or not Kobayashi, but for Toru. Though. Yeah, there's a lot of Toru stuff. Way, 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 way too much stuff about Kana. It's like, that, you know, yeah, it's unco- that's, yeah, that's It's that's like, God damn all of you. Damn and blessed all of your eyes. That is the other thing, uh, speaking of the creepy lolly thing, Shadman has gone down that creepy route. Shadman's always well, been put this way, route. Before he's gone, kind of just like the kind of weird stuff, it was more like the usual stuff that's more like, it's odd, but it's kind of like socially acceptable still. <laughs> Here's the, like, well, I'm talking, yes, he's got the guru, he's got like pretty much pain, and he's got yeah. dick, dick girls more often than not. Buddha, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, though, lately, like, I, I visited there on, um, on a whim, and one point I was wow there's a lot of lolly stuff now yeah. I mean like I saw like I think all of his latest stuff are lolly right now which, I think- which point I was going goodbye Shadman you've gone past the route of ah, I think I can wank to this too no yeah uh I don't know. I feel like there's, like, this weird escalation if, like, you go, like, career into, like, Ludart where you're, like, constantly trying to, uh, trying to find, like, the new thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I could just be speaking out of my butt for that because there are, like, uh, you know, career, I, I feel like, lewd cartoonists and stuff. I mean, who, like, zone. Well, 
like I, I was thinking more of like Chester X Y Z, like the robot steampunk like fuck comic where there's like a plot without any dialogue. But I also heard like I the know. author and artist behind that is like way up the wrong butt about like that kind of stuff. Uh, mm. I, I I don't know. Like I I don't know. The only real series I fall for that kind of crap, if anything, would be Clumzor's little like the party. I don't know. It's a pretty funny little like kind of fantasy one. There's like a. 500 fucking page like Korean like smut one called like The Affair. No, dude, I've, I, I actually Have started reading. I read, I read some of that. That one's Okay, good. the fact that we both know this might be a topic for our future. That one, that one's good. Uh, it actually has like a weird plot in it that I was like, I, I forgot it was like, I forgot it was like Jackie. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, where is this going? <laughs> no, it was that one and uh, S Study, if you've read that no, one. I haven't read S Study. Okay, but well, th- this will be in our uh, after hours episode of Weeaboo Wednesday where <laughs> oh, we no. look into the affair. Oh, okay. Oh, dear God. I, have to, I actually have to read that now? Fuck. I mean, yeah, it read doesn't, it. The only thing that doesn't help me is one of the things about Korean ones that bothers me is just the fact that it's like one panel a page. Yeah, it's true. It, it takes me just a while to get through it, unlike yeah. one a properly paneled thing, which is like 30 pages I can get through yeah. in no time. It makes me so mad that it's censored. You know what? I forgot. Yeah, there's like, well, you know, there's like the stupid censoring where yeah, they just no, like shade out the parts, but it's like, it's... Well, it's there. It's like really nicely drawn, and I like the the. the I think the last like, thing I remember from that series, well, that series was <laughs> the um, she has the affair in the fr- she's sleeping with the chicken guy in yeah. the hotel. Yeah, yeah, the hotel yeah. starts burning down, and yeah. it just so happens yeah, yeah, the yeah. husband and his partner are. Oh, murdered. did you not get to the uh, the husband's like boss wife? Uh, the boss. Who's like this domineer, like domineer lady that goes into like her backstory? There, I'm like, ho, 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 hello. I have not. I'll have to do that when Janine's not here. <laughs> and my girlfriend gives me a very weird look from our producer Janine. Uh, All right, yeah, back to dragons. <laughs> back to scalies. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing. One thing I will like about, I do like about this, the, a little bit about the series, is the fact that when they do show, like, the dragon's forms, they aren't sexual at all. Despite the fact they're human forms kind of thing. Like Yeah, they, they're, like, actual dragons. But we've only ever seen, like, the actual dragon forms of, of like, Toru, Toru and Kana, Kana. And hinted at Fafnir. Well, we see Fafnir's face when well, no, she opens the door. Uh, <clears throat> no, we also see, like, when he's, th- when he's uh, brooding about um, his relationship with his roommate. That's true, where he's, like, You actually see the image of him on, the, on a pile of gold. Gold, yeah. Yeah, well... Sh- shaded, or he could just literally be just black. Yeah, I have like a, a, a feeling that he's kind of like a shadow beast dragon. Well, no, they, they mentioned he's a cursed dragon. Yeah, so he's kind of one of those like I imagine like a dark magic kind of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, okay. Now that we're talking about Fafnir, let's talk about that scene. I love that scene a lot. Because I do. It, it, it's. I thought it was really sweet, and I'm gonna be. I think I had a tear coming to my. Yeah, eye. it's it's really sweet without like because it's like most of the times now I feel like in anime and in a, a lot of things it's like they you know it's not only women that get like really over sexualized but it's also like like the interaction between like two men that are intimate has to be sexual or like yeah. romantic in a sense no. which is not to say that, that that's a bad thing but it's like um it does it does it, it doesn't have to be forced come on no it doesn't have to be forced my friend like uh, brought up like this 
point. That that has some merit with it, where it's like his problem with like a lot of uh like fan art and stuff that like comes up with like two male characters, is it kind of enforces the stereotype that it's like two men can't be close to each other without like you know gay being romantic, like being gay or being romantic. You can't just have like a really close relationship like I have with you as a friend, and that's what this. <laughs> Why are you looking at that, Janine? Is it funny that I care about your boyfriend, Mark? Is it funny that if Mark would get in trouble, I would go and help him? I think she's flashing back to that whole point of back when you and she and her ex would talk about like the yaoi between us in high school. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, mean? I remember that. Oh, yeah, that Wait. Was funny though. <laughs> when you argued that I would be the bottom bitch, you would be. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what the hell is it? We have to do much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Oh, great. Well, now neither of us is lucky at this. I'll just roll over and <laughs> um, I would. You would get broken, Michael. Uh, I'm a lot more sturdier than I look. Oh, God. I just, sorry, uh, just reminding me of my old roommate. Okay. He was a very, very thin individual. Yeah. But, but like, what, what I like about this scene is, like, not only does it, like, uh, make... Uh, uh, Mikado, like, clearly, it, it's like being a geek, like, oh, no, Taco is like a big part of it. It's like, we've seen his fucking yeah. apartment. And how he shifts from actually cool looking, a like, professional. You know, no, yeah. not just professional, like, a girl would go, I'd like to get his number, kind yeah, of thing, like, to buck teeth, swirly glasses. So me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so me, yeah. And I relate with that, where it's like, yeah, this is my appearance I'll have outside, and then this is what I'll be when I'm at home. <laughs> and it's like, I like that, and, and like the anime, I don't know what the anime did, but they did it in a way where it's not like creepy or it's just like this huge joke of like, oh, look how sad this dude's life is. Well, no, it's because they built up to it. It showed like a guy who was comfortable with what he is and he enjoyed what he did. Yeah, he's kind And then of he found someone he like, he introduced video games to. Yeah. Who really likes it and literally like upon inviting him in, like you get a glimpse of what their daily lives are like. like yeah. They, uh, when dinner rolls around, he's a bit like Fafnir just spends 90%, 90% of his time okay, playing Game. He doesn't need to sleep. Exactly, he doesn't need to sleep. But no, when they like come down, they sit down to eat, they play a video game, then eat dinner, and the loser has to do the dishes. Yeah. And then they kind of like, um, Fafnir tests out like his the games he's working on. Yeah, as yeah. well as like, uh, and then like, and his roommate just literally introduces him to new games and like that he thinks might, he thinks they might yeah, like. Yeah, and it's like, this is clearly like a bonding experience between these two, and it doesn't, it doesn't go gay. That. Like, it, it, there is nothing really gay about well, it. Well, yeah, there's. Nothing like you. You don't have to be like close to a person. Like you, you don't know, have to have romantic to, feelings. To feelings to be like close to a person. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's uh, like. See, like, this yeah. is the line that I feel like a lot of people, like, skirt, where, yeah. where it's like, I'm gonna have these two characters, but it's like, I can't show it in a way that I feel like, you know, if I go too far into the other side, it'll imply that they're gay, mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm against that, but that's not what I want to imply with these two, I yeah. just want to have, like, two men having, like, a close... It's like a close relationship with each other without it being romantic. Yeah, and I think this was, this kind of scene was more about Fafnir than it was about his roommate, though. Yeah, yeah. Because it showed someone who was so freaking edgy and antisocial yeah. to the point of where it's like, like, so what should I do with this kill the wall curse? Them? Yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> if we're going to compare Fafnir to like an actual kind of like real world person things it's that your, we would your, know, it's your teenage edgy edgelord. It's the teenage edgelord that grows up to be a twenty five year old and like cheats at Magic the Gathering tournaments. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, and this is like if that person met like another person that was on their level, but like an actual good nerd, you know, yeah. a person who can separate. Who doesn't like, cheat? <laughs> yeah, like, who is like, oh, good game there, kid. It's like, yo, yeah, you want to trade? You know, be a fucking person in Magic the Gathering tournaments, you assholes. You're making us all look bad. If you're dealing with small children, at least give them a chance. But even if they get way too loud and sugar sugar rushed, and you know what, it's yeah, but it's fair game. They're yeah. irritating. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, but it's like, uh, like you know, this is a redeem. Like this is how this person is redeemed. It's not like this yeah. huge gesture of something they have to do through an arc. It's just like I have. You've been through the exposure of somebody who's like a good influence on you. Yeah, exactly. Like Fafnir is the like the bad dude, and like uh, Mikado is like the good influence, yeah. and he's still a nerd and stuff. And it's like he doesn't do a lot. Like yeah. he's just like, hey, you've been up all night. Like, oh, we'll go make breakfast. And mm -hmm. it's just like you know, it, it, it was really refreshing to see like an anime where it's like played off like that, and it's played off straight face. Yeah. You know, and the, this is a good example of a difference between a a two-dimensional character and a three-dimensional character mm -hmm. is that when finally given this kind of scene and situation when someone has clearly been like good to the person and the like and they still don't hate it doesn't the, the relationship doesn't stay the same yeah like how it did in the beginning of where he was they, well honestly they were I kind of hit it off in the beginning of just bonding yeah. over video games but in the end you saw like Fafnir's change as a person of when Willie said like when he literally calls him Faf uh, Fafcoon or something yeah like he gives that. him a nickname and like he was like, oh, sorry about that. I was like, no, it's okay. Yeah, no, like, that that one scene where it's like, oh, like, that one thing. And, like, you're already introduced to the character of Fafnir. Yeah. And it's just, like, that. that's a big thing for that character, which, which is, like, no, it's, like, it's fine. Like, I'm okay with you calling me that. Like, yeah. you're a hit. And then, yeah. and then it shows the two birds sitting there, like, cozying up to each other on that's the wire. Like, oh, oh, like, that... That was a good scene. That's that was, a that's a lady in the trap noodle that me yeah. and Mark are sucking up. That's yeah. good. That's good shit. I've Do more of that, anime. <laughs> Do more of that. You can. <laughs> what it feels very much like with the series upon re watching it and like thinking about it now is it feels like a series that they intended to be sweet and kind of like this cute slice of life kind of series of these outsiders coming into this like um, new into a new world or like outsiders uh, finding uh, like finding. Like, interaction with like their own circle yes yeah but the producer really told him not enough big tits and not enough big tits and you need a gimmick and big tits it's like ah shit he's getting uh, fuck <laughs> how about we give the main character abnormally large tits we'll make another one who's tits stupidly bigger, large so she looks reasonable <laughs> and then we'll make them dragons done Done. I like it. Done. Okay. Done. I'll wait a few months for the dojins to start coming out for me to masturbate to. Yeah. Um, alright. Oh, crap. What was it? I just yeah. had something. Oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> Um, this is yeah. why I need my notes. What the hell? Yeah, but uh, uh, what, what I uh, my the big thing that I would like to say about this that uh, uh, I liked is um, this could have very easily been a harem anime, and it's yes. just like the shifting of several elements makes it into like almost like this person who didn't realize they were lonely mm -hmm. suddenly comes into a family because it's like I really like the dynamic between like Kobayashi Toru and Kana where they're it's two moms and their daughter no well as later described it's more like uh, mom big sister daughter well yeah from like Kana's like point of view yeah, yeah. because because uh, like, honestly I wouldn't really call Toru a mom I think a big sister is yeah her yeah but she thinks attention. she's a mom yeah <laughs> She gets upset when she 
Yeah, like, yeah. That was still so fucking funny. You'll just have to settle with Toru. Settle with me. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I also do enjoy the fact of like the amount of shit that Quetzalcoatl gets goes through for what is her character. I'm not a demon. Yeah, of essentially the little boy she is now living with. Yeah. Because she was basically at she was paired up with the one character who would resist her charms no yeah. matter what. Or charms. He, he's, he's a good boy and he knows it's like, this is inappropriate. <laughs> Somebody named Michael is watching this and he's shaking his head. <laughs> and literally, it, it does play on the fun joke of just like this big titty woman who's, tr- who's trying to be overtly sexual a bit, over- overtly sexual so he doesn't get uncomfortable around her. Yeah. Which has been just going the complete wrong way for yeah. things. Because it's like he—he's he, been revealed to be like an actual apprentice, like magician. Yeah, and to which point, and then like the examples, the fact of how like I see freaking Quetzalcoatl as the responsible one of the group. Yeah, where she literally, literally like hears the sounds of a summoning spell, and she answers it just so like who whoever's yeah, doing it you, doesn't you, actually encounter a, a real demon. demon. Yeah, it's like. I was like, listen, I was I was doing this as a favor to you. Yeah, and then she turns into free room and board. Yeah, because <laughs> she's like the goddess of like agriculture and stuff, like an ex goddess. Which is like, uh, like I, I've been trying to like I went down a weird rabbit hole last night of like reading up on like uh, Mayan and his tech and culture because I I actually I I have that tab saved because I'm working on something with that like okay. that deals in that background. Oh uh, yes, but the I was, goddess like, try- of corn. I was trying to find out that specific thing because like what they're referencing of where it's like they were uh, she was oh, fed she liquor is. that is kind of like the fall from grace story for like what's a coaddle mm. um but like i couldn't get far enough into that and my mind lingered and i ended up on hentai calories <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened the, like the, the devil's like uh, uh, the, uh idle hands are not the devil's playthings they're playthings for my ding dong <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what happens Satan's like, Michael, put that away. Get back to where it's like, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ put you down there. <laughs> now you have to live with this. <laughs> God I'm damn sorry it. for being gross. <laughs> I'm drunk. God damn it. I'm drunk and my tummy's full of cake. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to think of what else, what else we got for this inmate. Oh, Jesus fucking... Like, his fucking name, too, Shoda? Yes, his last name like, is way, Shoda. Way to fucking I know, the first cap. First time I heard that, yeah. I was really the same thing. I was like, no, but, anime, you had a good thing. Please don't make this a thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess let's just call it that. Let's just close this up. I think we've sufficiently gone over this. All right, as well as we, like, we did our uh, waifu of the week. Uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Alma is superior. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm in Quetzalcoatl for purely shallow reasons. (laughs) If you wanted depth from me, uh, at this episode, I'm too bad. I'm as shallow as a pool of semen I'll leave behind. (laughs) I don't need Quetzalcoatl as a wife, because I know someone who is the real Quetzalcoatl. Okay. I am just leaving it at that. Um, oh, our final thing, uh, right. should be, uh, uh, weeb and non-weeb. Um, alright, I would recommend this to honest, alright, definitely to a weeb. Mm-hmm. To 
one, non-weeb is going to be a hard sell. Because this anime, until unless you give this any kind of thought, this anime is really stereotypical what you would imagine anime to be at. If you, That's true. Yeah. If you want, this is not a series that I would introduce someone to anime with. Yeah, this is kind of like a, a second or you, third wave anime. Yeah, you already, yeah. you've already suckered the guy down the rabbit hole. You fed him tea, you fed him cake, you fed him what you told him was cake, but it's really actually like dragon's tail meat. Yeah, this is dragon's tail meat and that whatever that weird cotton candy plant that like bit... Uh, I tried to eat Kobayashi's yeah, face. Kobayashi's face. But yeah, this is not something I would recommend to a non-weeb. Yeah. Um, or, or like I would recommend it to a non-weeb as like what we said, as a second wave recommendation. Okay. Yeah, like a, a, a recommendation we would like put in like, oh, okay, here's the thing, uh, you know, here's the yeah. next part. Yeah, no, I even then I wouldn't even do it that early because this series to appreciate what it is you kind of have to understand the cliches and the tropes yeah and about say after your second or third anime I would not say you probably most people would not understand those most of those tropes yeah of um, course unless they've just googled them we should probably do an episode of like how to get non like uh, animes we recommend for non-weird friend and why we recommend them <laughs> Little Witch Academia, which is actually, we would like to break, talk about that before we go tonight. Yeah. Um, in the next, I believe, uh, it was either in the next two, in the two weeks coming, we actually got ourselves some special guests yeah, for our podcast. Yeah, we got some special guests, so tune in for that. Yep, we, yeah. it is, all we will tell you for now, we will tell more about it next week, but for now, all we can tell you is that they are actually on the uh, Little Witch Academia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alright, um, but with that, I think we'll have to call it a night. Yeah, uh, find uh, find me on uh, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Marker Slinger. Donate uh, to my Patreon. Uh, don't worry about me. I'm fine. We'll, we'll get Mark some social sandal. You need oh, one God. of those. God okay. My Fire the dragon flying from the top of the Misty Peaks! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>